Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, train. 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 Hey, train.
Train, sound, train. Yes, it hasn't soul. been conceded. That's why. Because, because that's why he's a bitch. That's why it hasn't been conceded. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, it's likely, it's, it's likely, it's likely Biden's well, going to win. Well, likely, I'm not saying that's not. Man. It's that's over. it, dog. Don't, don't, don't be blind. It's not over. Don't follow, don't follow fools off a cliff. Don't do that. You, I'm just saying. People need to be smarter than that. They, start, they, just, on, they just need on, to be it, smarter. It's, it's not. Hold I'm on, just being on, factually hold correct. On, hold on. I'm, I'm just saying. Let's be factually correct. Two days after Trump won four years ago, he was president-elect and sitting in the White House, and the transition had begun because it was over, because he won. Even though it's not certified for another 30 days, over. It was over four years ago when he was invited when to Hillary the White Clinton House conceded. and they began the transition. Yes, it's because Hillary Clinton now. conceded. The concession has zero to do with it. None. Zero. None. Okay, well, again, it's going through a legal process. We're in the process now. It's not crime to be factually correct. Sorry. I'm just correcting you because you're wrong. Because this is how. I'm not the one saying that it's over. Hold on, hold on. I let you talk. I'm correcting you. The system, the way the system has always worked is it's over. The certification is a official, yep, we, we, we are confirming. That's what the certification is. We are confirming. That's it. It's not, oh, well, let's wait another 30 days. It's, no. That's why the transition in every other election would have already been underway. Because it's over. So you're wrong. I'm not wrong because the difference is there's litigation. There are lawsuits going on. The the Justice Department is looking into these uh, accusations of fraud. There's a difference. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. It, doesn't, it, it, really no, does. it absolutely no. does not. Okay. Okay. Does not uh, guys, just because I, CNN I, I calls him president-elect doesn't make it true. I'm sorry. That's not a constitution. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. CNN and everybody else that is called to congratulate him, even other Republicans, and even the guy even the guy that was a Republican says litigation happens all the time. It doesn't stop his process. I just love how you're not a Trump oh my supporter, gosh, man. but everything you say is supporting that fucking asshole. I just love that. Because this is I'm, no, because I'm no, being I'm being correct. No, I am being completely correct. And then those and those who I know that follow body We don't need to worry about it being politically sense, correct. Let's cut to the chase. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you believe there has been any type of fraud with the mail ballots yes. whatsoever? Yes. Yes. Wow. Well, I think it's enough. <laughs> I'm sorry. I believe in math. Hold on. Hold on. The probability. Hold on. Hold on. The probability of fraud increases with mail-in validation. Yeah. Wow. All of a sudden, this year there's fraud. Okay. Yeah, there's mail-in ballots. <laughs> That's All right. All right. That was mail-in ballots last mail-in year. Before, and, hey, me four years ago oh, and four God. years ago before that. Man. Hold on. Four years ago, we were told that there was Russian it's, collusion, which ended up being a hoax. I'm not trying to hear it. What I'm saying is, it's is more so, probable. So if, that was, so if that was a hoax, if that wasn't issue, then why, why? If you don't believe that one, then why are you believing this one? I what I believe. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even stated what I believe. I can't. You won't let me state what I believe. Really. You started it. You, I didn't have what I believe. you felt the need to come on and correct me. 
you want me? You want me to say what I believe? The first thing you did. You want you want me to say what I believe, or are you gonna tell me what I believe? I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you say what you believe. But the last thing I'm gonna say is, people say what you say because they don't like the result, which is the same as the president. As the president just said, that's it. You just don't like the result. And if you don't okay, like it, you can, you can, fine. you can, you can tell me my thoughts for me. That's that's fine. I, I, I won't tell you I mine. Mean, well, based on your actions, yeah. <laughs> this is hilarious. Based on your actions, it's absolutely <laughs> obvious, bro. Yep. This is okay. what I think. I think I, 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 that Biden. I, I, will, mm-hmm. Okay. I okay. think Biden's going to win the election. I I do think Biden. there is going to be fraud uncovered, but not enough to overturn enough states at any rate. But. There has been historically with mail-in ballots that have been banned from other countries because there's a higher likelihood of probability of fraud occurring. On what scale? I don't think it's enough to overturn an election. That's what I'm saying. You, I'm you do saying realize that, yes, of that course, what you're saying the odds. about mail-in ballots has been categorically unproven that there's a higher chance no. of fraud. It's a direct no. It has not now. Mail-in ballots. Yeah. No, uh, it hasn't. No, no. I, I, I let you finish. I let you say. You said you wanted to say your piece. The director of the FBI was on television testifying a couple weeks before the election. They asked him point blank, "Any evidence of any type of fraud with mail-in ballots?" He said, "Nope." He said, "Historically, do mail-in ballots lead to more fraud?" He said, absolutely not. We have never had any increase of fraud due to mail-in ballots. And Donald Trump mailed in his ballot. kind of weird that He's the guys who think that there's a higher <laughs> level of fraud with mail-in ballots would also mail in because he's a resident of Florida. So he mailed in so, his ballot. Kind of, he, he, did in sense, he did in 2016. He did an absentee in 2016. In 2020, he did in person. And and a counterpoint, the no attorney general did say no. that it does increase the likelihood. And in 1864, it was used before his attempt to overturn an election for fraud. And in France, it's banned. It's banned in other countries. 18, yeah, so it was I don't care about used. 1864. <laughs> That's what yeah, you're going to bring in your 1864. It was used as a, an attempt. Yeah, it was used and last year as an so attempt. So we've gone then. nowhere in 100 and uh, – Years, right? Well, we usually we usually don't have we usually don't have election we usually don't have election weeks we usually have election days so I I think the the dynamics change quite a little bit. What, what do you mean um, by we when, when don't the, have election week? Do you mean that the counting doesn't continue? Because the counting always always continues. No, always, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we don't usually get a bunch of okay. we don't usually get a bunch of mail-in ballot dumps. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, we don't get we don't get yeah, well, a president that spends the last two months. Uh, planting seeds that there's going to be. So if I win, because this is what he said, if I win, then everything is fine. But if I lose, it's because of fraud. Now, K-Star, I tend to generally Come think on, you're man. a smart guy. I tend to think this. You had to have urgent faces for the last two, three months. If I win, which I should win by a landslide, then everything is fine. But if I lose, the only way I could lose is if they steal the election from me. Now, come on. So then he loses. So he has to go save face and come up with these trumped up, yes, I'm using that word, charges. He has to do it because he has said for months there's no way he's going to lose. 
Come on. You, well, obviously you he could lose. I disagree with him on that, but I always agree with the premise that mail-in ballots aren't a good idea because it increases but, the likelihood. But, but the I mean, both can be true. Are, the facts are, the facts are that that is not the case. That was the fact. The facts are when there's a recount, you may get a shift in a couple of hundred of votes. A couple of hundred votes. There's never been an election change because of a recount yet. He went around wanting a recount. He asked them to stop counting legal votes, legal ballots. Stop counting. He asked them to stop counting in places where he was behind. Where he was losing. And they were still counting votes. <laughs> and he said, stop counting. He asked uh, them to stop yeah. counting so, and, so, and, and, put, and put lawsuits in where Republicans on the ballot had won, and he's contesting the results, and yet there's Republicans in the Senate on the same ballot that won, and he's contesting it. Case, sir, come on. I'll do there's you no one better, Chief. He should there's contest no it. Evidence. He's I'll, just I'll, being a child. Why? Because he's not I'll winning? I'll do you one better. Look, I'm going to do you all one better. Check this out. In Ohio, you all probably heard about this. They do mail-in ballots first before the election. Mail-in ballots came in, and Biden was killing Trump. Election time comes in, Trump takes Ohio. The same thing occurred in reverse for Nevada, for Georgia, and even in Arizona. And, and speaking of Arizona, more mail-in ballots came in, and Trump's margin was decreasing. He has called it steadily so, decreasing yes. with the mail-in yes. ballots. Right. Yes. Exactly. They should have been counted. They should have been counted first, unfortunately. My point. Yeah, but, but you, there is no fraud, case star. If you got the, Ohio, it doesn't matter there will the be first or last. Blueprint to what happened in it other does. states, and he comes in an election and gets other folks to vote and ends up taking the state. It's the same that happened in reverse for Nevada because yeah. Nevada got mail-in votes and it was done afterwards, and Trump got beat. Same thing. What was happening in Arizona? Well, Nevada still starting to, starting to y'all close the gap. There's no premise on anything that he's saying, and everybody no, keeps no, saying, no. "Oh, this fraud, this fraud." It's a bunch of BS. Let it go. L I G, bro. Let it go. It, it will be like on after they do the audits, and then we'll proceed forth from there. I expect Biden to win. That's what I said earlier. But they're still going to go look well, at it. Well, just just for the record, okay, at least say that for the record, just so that we're clear. Because we do want to be a show of accuracy. And I'm not going to let you come on here and spew your rhetoric because you're wrong. The way this works, I'm not Biden wrong. has won. He has won. He hasn't. The certification is no different every four years. When they call it that night yes. and they go through a quite yeah. extensive process before each state is called. This isn't just, oh, okay, no, there's... As a matter of fact, the people that make the calls are totally separate from the people we see on TV. They're totally isolated, and they're analyzing the results, and they're analyzing trends. There's a lot of talk on all the networks and all the news publications, Wall Street Journal, Washington Post, I mean, all of them. It's all done separately. And when it's called, even Fox News has called it for Biden. The way this country works at that point it's done. Sure, Donald has the right to contest and fight and, and file suit. He has that right as an American citizen. That doesn't change the end result of what happened, and the people have spoken. 
You can't re- you can't eliminate that because he's going to court. Not gonna happen. I'm not you eliminating that. that. That's not what I'm saying. But you can't. That's not what I'm saying. So so Biden is president. You're not counting until he goes to court. That's it. And you, the you're saying is a formality. Without knowing that you're That's saying. it. Yes. I mean, yeah. here in Georgia, it's a Republican-based state, and there's no uh, accounting fraud anywhere. And he and Trump lost it. He he was winning. Million ballots came in, especially with the counties like Fulton County, my county, Gwinnett, Clayton County, where the airport is. Million ballots came in. Trump got beat. But you know, and you know why? Because he went around telling people, don't mail in your ballots. He went around saying, well, don't mail them in because I think there's fraud. You know, he mailed this. But don't mail them in because, you know, I think there's fraud. Yeah, that was a bad strategy. I agree with that. That was a bad strategy. strategy. He knew what was going on. Ain't no damn strategy. He knew exactly what he was doing. Oh, no. It was no, no, Jay. It was a strategy. It was a strategy to plant the seed of doubt. Democrats didn't want to open up the country. He knew Democrats were going to do mail-in votes. He knew that months ago. That's why he planted that seed ahead of time so that when he does lose, he can have that as his fallback plan. This ain't nothing that was cracked up overnight. That that uh, was his okay. strategy. Yeah, that's what I, I think that's why he called it. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, why he no, called it a strategy. He, 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 there's no evidence of that, but okay. <laughs> well, there's what? more evidence. There's more evidence. No, you, you, I'm saying there's no evidence of that was the strategy. There's no evidence of that was the strategy. So none of the stuff, so you just missed all the stuff he was saying months prior to. There's no evidence of that. Well, I agreed no with him. I agreed with him. Anyone with a brain would know that the idea of mail-in ballots is a bad idea. Because it anybody increases the probability okay, and risk of fraud. You can call it a bad idea, but anybody with a brain that knows that there's a disease flying around this piece that if you get with this certain contact of people yeah. who don't want to wear a don't want to wear a fucking mask, will send in their fucking mail in ballot like I did. Because I'm not standing at the uh, okay, and, with and, idiots and, who don't want to respect the fact that and, there's a virus and the same people. So, so and the they, same people were celebrating as soon as Biden fire, was declared winner. As soon as people were declared winner. So it does not. Yeah, no, and same people. Mail-in ballot is mail-in ballot is a way of getting your vote in. You don't have to put yourself in harm's way of that because there are people who do not want to wear masks, who do not want to do the simple things. That's why there are more mail-in ballots. So let's understand the reason why there are more mail-in ballots. That's nothing to do with any goddamn fraud. I never said it had to do with fraud. I said it's a bad idea because of the likelihood of fraud. I understand the purpose. It's not even a bad idea. It's what is what it is a bad idea. But let me tell you, that's ignorant. That's ignorant, bro. That's really ignorant. Let me. Sorry, you feel that way. Well, I'm sorry you think that way. I'm gonna just say this. When you say anybody with a brain case star, you make it personal. Now you want to go personal? We can. And then you'll be on the outside looking in because anybody with a brain wouldn't support that idiot in Washington. And you're smarter than that. You preached on this show that you're a libertarian. You preached on this show yes. that you always go for the best candidate. And you've been throwing all your support to that guy who's racist. And you sit on here and you tell us that we're your brothers and you love us and this, that, and the other. And you had my brother and you had dinner, but you support this guy that's a racist. Don't come on this it, show or any other place and say anybody would have No, 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 no. Stop. Because anybody would have Here's the thing. You, vo- you voted. No, no. 
in Washington. You voted for Joe Biden? Listen, listen, you voted for Joe Biden. I don't want to hear this racist talk again. You voted no, you, you voted really? for really? Joe Biden. Mr. Systemic Racism is who you voted for. So I don't want to hear this racist don't bullshit. Ever, as long as you live, as long as you live, don't you ever talk to me that way again. Don't ever talk to me that. a black man about racism. Don't ever. You keep that shit to yourself. You don't. You don't know what. You don't know what it is, bro. I'm sorry. Don't you just ever don't. do that. Ever. You don't know what it feels you like. You value any piece you of this that you claim to value. You stay in your lane, son. Don't ever talk to me that way again. I don't take that from my family. I should have fucked and go take that from you. Are we communicating? You don't, don't know what it is, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't, because we don't, because you, you don't, you don't encounter what we encounter, man. And we don't, we wouldn't want you that's, to. That's not what I'm saying. That. I'm saying that Joe, I, I'm, I'm saying that Joe Biden's a racist history. It, just, it doesn't Biden make sense to me. Years ago. It doesn't make I'm sense to me. I'm talking about what Trump did while he's in the White House. That's what the fuck yeah, I'm Yeah, he's a jackass. What Donald Trump I get why people didn't vote for him. Four years. And, 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 stup- and stupidity that runs this country has people wanting to go and refer to shit Joe Biden said 30 and 40 years ago, but they ignore shit Trump says every fucking week. Policies that he passes every fucking month. Shit he does constantly as president. And people ignore that, and they want to talk about shit from 30 years ago. Get the fuck out of here. I know racism because I deal with it. I deal with it. I don't know. I don't know if you saw uh, and I saw the day, and I, and I choked up when I saw it because I had heard about it, but I'd never seen it. When they talk about the immigrants, where they separated the kids from their fam- from their from their parents, I don't know if you saw this, bro, but those kids are in cages. All of them, till he showed them in cages. Listen, if you don't want to let immigrants in, fine, but let that family right. stay together. And don't who, who built the cages? This is what this is this is what this is what this is what who separated the kids from their family? Hey, sir, you're this, a fucking this, moron. The fact that you really the are cages. fucking Come on, dog. I, I, I'm saying they built the cages. He like, mandated. It's just, it's just, he did this. You don't get it, man. You, you simply don't no, get no, it. Oh my god, you, you dog! Just, you don't ever call me your brother again. That's some bullshit lie. Don't ever. Don't ever refer to me as your brother again. Come on, man. I don't have brothers like Come you. Come on, dog. I that's, got brothers that understand. All right. You don't. You don't separate a family, bro. That's like I. N- I never said that they should separate a family. What is this bullshit? I never said that. Why are people putting words but, in my mouth? I never said the that they should separate families. That's what you said. But you, yeah, because that was bad too. Why can't things be bad? Being used. Yeah, Just both things can be true. Both mean, things are bad. You know, I've defended you, Kate, to mad people in the Madden community that called you racist. I defended you. And you know who these people are, and there's more than one. Quite a few of them called you racist, and I defended you publicly, went out on your behalf and said, K-Star is my brother, he is my co-host, and he is my friend, and no, he is not racist. Right now, you are making me regret that based on your reaction. And, and the How am I making you regret that? I am contesting you bringing up race when it came to Trump when I said that's not has, that has nothing to do with how I voted for uh, yes, yeah, so I am libertarian. But you bring this race stuff, I, like it has anything to do with my because, voting, Rick. Like that's no, no, no because, one, no, he because, never, no, no because, one, because, no, no, I, no, no one I ever did because anybody because, that supports, I, I, I brought it up because I, I, anybody in this country 
that supports a racist president need to have a long look at themselves in the mirror. And if you can ignore that and still vote for him, there's a problem here. Why would we support that in this country? Why? That alone, forget COVID and everything else that he's fucked up. That right there in this country, the United States, bring me your tired, your poor, and your hungry, right? And your weak, right? Statue of Liberty and all that bullshit. And this man has demonstrated over and over again blatant racism, and people ignore it or dismiss it or sweep it under the rug and act like it's not that important. I would expect you, K Star, to be better than that. You. Well, of course, I understand why he's going to be voted out. I understand that. That's not what I'm. I'm not arguing against that. I'm saying that I don't understand why that's being a vote on me for the stuff we were talking about earlier about yeah. voting fraud and everything else. It makes no sense to me. So, yeah, that's a pretty fucking offensive. You wouldn't say, oh, you don't call me a brother? I'm sorry. We're talking I voting fraud, that. and somehow you bring up race? That's ridiculous. Because I said Trump is because – I, because I said – because you said anybody with a brain, you went personal. Anybody with a brain knows that mail-in ballots have fraud. No, that's not true. And I told that's you where true. my information okay, well, came look, from. That was wrong. Then, that was, then I said yes, anybody that was, with a brain – Anybody with a brain wouldn't support that racist in Washington. That's how I feel. And then you, instead of saying, you're right, he is a racist, where did you go? Oh, you want to talk about, I don't want to hear that racist stuff. That's what you said to me. I don't want to hear that racist yeah. stuff. Those yeah, were your and words I vote Joe me. Biden because of his record. I'm saying they both have this awful track records on this stuff. I'm saying is that the stuff that Biden did, and I've done my homework on the Biden accusations, because I had to deal with black people that didn't understand this, too. So I had to go educate myself on the stuff he said 30 and 40 years ago. I did my homework, and I'm comfortable with the context in which he said these things that people took out of context and tried to pin him to be a racist. They did. Got that. I'm comfortable with with his eulogy of Robert Byrd, who was a KKK member in his 20s. I did the research, but you know who else was at that funeral? Um, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama They were also at that funeral And spoke for Robert, Senator Robert Byrd You know what else? Robert Byrd had denounced the KKK Had apologized for the things And transgressions he did But see, people don't want to say that They just want to say, oh well, Joe Biden is a racist Because he spoke at, at, at Byrd's funeral And that makes him a racist But no one wants to do the homework I do homework So I'm comfortable with the transgressions That Biden made, the crime bill That people want to throw in his face and, and say it killed or, or, or affected just a proportionate amount of black people. You know what he said when he, when he was approached by that? You know what Joe Biden said? You're right. It was wrong, and I'm sorry. When the fuck has Donald Trump ever done that? He should have. He should have said that. You know, what I said about those four congresswomen was wrong. It was offensive, and I'm sorry. Can you imagine Donald Trump ever doing that? I can't. But Joe no, Biden and he is. should. He should have. That's his biggest fucking flaws but himself. But yet, folks still vote for him, and so we don't understand. That's simply right, what so we I, don't I, understand. I'm I'm a I'm a tell you I'm gonna tell you for I don't I'm I'm not I I'm personally not gonna knock you for whatever you do uh with your with your vote because I'm not gonna try to I'm not gonna try to under understand it because I know there are people who are gonna vote Republican regardless um but when when I Say things that this administration has done, and you're defending it, and you know that it's not right. That's the part that confuses that that confuses me. You know, 
I don't right. if, if 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 someone if someone sets a house on fire and it just burns down, great. But that doesn't mean you throw people in that in that burning house to die. Okay, so right. well, I, when I say that this man has locked up like six hundred and six hundred sixty kids sitting in away from their parents, who gives a damn how the cages got built, bro? Imagine yourself. Imagine someone you come to the someone and someone separating your daughter from you. Imagine that, and tell me you still feel the same way. Tell me you worried about a cage. You worried about your daughter. That's what we're talking about, K Star. That's what he did. That's what his administration did. Yeah, and it was wrong, and I agree with that. That's not what you. But that's not what you initially you, you, said, bro. Because you guys have, you you guys have to remember something. You guys have to remember and, something. And I but, voted third but, party for the second. Hold on, wait. I voted for third party for the same reason, row because I look at these both both candidates as flawed for this sort of stuff. So it's not like I'm defending one or the other. I'm like they, they both have these issues to me that clearly other people don't agree with for one reason or another. And to me, I just think that they both handled this, these these things wrong the past eight years, and I'm good on that. You do you do defend Trump regularly. You've done it on this show. You did it today. You've done it on your Facebook, which is your business, but you do. And so you can say that you're a libertarian. You can say that you voted third party, but you do support. You publicly and openly have regularly supported Donald Trump. I see it. I just don't say anything, but I see it. So, you know, what you say doesn't match what you're doing. And again, when you started off with the, anyone with a brain, now you're taking this conversation to another level. That's and fair and that's, that's true, I, and I, I'm I, sorry I for def- that. I, I just didn't like that. I'm in ballot, man. I just, because I'm not going to the, I, I know what the polls the and day I, is going to look like. I, man, I, I got to go to work every day, man. I got to get a temperature check. I got to answer questions today to get in the building. I can't afford to miss work, man. So any chance that uh, I got to keep from not being outside, I'm not going to – I'm not criticizing anyone for, for using that process. I'm not criticizing for anyone using that process. The issue is K-Star mistakenly believes – and, and you're, you are wrong, K-Star. You can, you can dispute it all you want, but, again, where I sit in life, I go and do research on things before I come up with an opinion. I don't listen to Fox. I don't listen to MSNBC. I don't listen. I, I hear everything, and then I go do my own research, and I find statements and information straight from the horse's mouth that it's affected. And that's why I'm usually never wrong, <laughs> to be honest with you. I'm wrong every once in a while. But when it comes to stating facts, I'm pretty solid at stating facts. And there is no evidence of mail-in ballots historically now you want to go back 160 years that's your right I ain't trying to go back 160 years but in modern times that's a long time there's no there's no history of mail-in ballots being more fraudulent that is just simply false it is a narrative that Trump created because he was trying to plant the seed I, I remember I'm going to end my comments on this I remember this Sean Spicer was his first press secretary. And obviously Sean Spicer is no longer press secretary. But they asked him about polls. 
and how Donald Trump, you know, in the polls, approval rating and all that, his first couple months in office had a shitty approval rating. And um, they asked Sean Spicer and said, you know, what does the president think about his approval rating? He says, well, we just came out of the election, and, you know, you can see what the polls meant. They had Hillary winning by 10 points, and, and she lost. So um, we, we don't think the polls are valid. But what about if the approval rating goes up and improves? Then what would you say? And he smiled, and he looked at the crowd, and he said, but then it's valid. This was the first couple of months in office. We had this. He said, he said what? Thing. He said, then it's valid. If the approval rating goes up, well, then, that, then, then it's a valid poll. But if the approval rating goes, then it's fake news. So Donald Trump, for four years, has created a narrative that if something is said about him that's negative, it's fake news. If something is said positive, it could be the same reporter. It could be the same source. Oh, you're a good reporter. You, you're doing a great job. Something bad, oh, you're terrible, and that's why your ratings suck. We have watched this for four years. This is what he does. So what has he been doing for the last 90 days? He's been planting seeds that if he loses, it's because of fraud. So what is he now doing? He is attempting with no credible evidence, because we haven't seen or heard of any credible evidence, other than they were supposed to observe from six feet and they were observed from 15 feet. So they got the approval to move them up nine feet. That's what I heard Pennsylvania. That's it. Yep. I've heard zero credible yep. evidence yet that there has been any fraud or any malfeasance in this election. And I will predict that we won't hear any. This is just a veiled attempt at him to save faith. And it's sad. And it's disappointing that anybody would support that. You came right on my Facebook case bar when I put something about winning, and you said far from over. Remember that? You guys. Yes, and I'm referring to auditing. That's what I was referring to. Yeah, you, 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 you said there'll be recounts of this and that far from over. Saturday night. Yeah, because he's going because he's going to challenge it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he can challenge it all he wants. If doesn't mean it doesn't doesn't yeah, well. change the outcome. I don't think it will either. I I. So no, earlier. no it, it doesn't change the outcome. He, he, his challenging yeah, I, I agree. the outcome. No, I agree. It, it, it I doesn't. What could, what could change the outcome would be if there was credible proof and it went to court and then the court decided to act. Right. And in the history of this country, that has not happened. Yeah, man, at the end of the day, it's just a dude being a, being a sore loser who doesn't just doesn't know how to take that loss, man. He just doesn't know how to take that loss. He doesn't want him in president anymore. He's, he's going to have to. He's going to have to once he exhausts his resources. He ain't got no choice. Well, he should have already done it. If he, wants, if he really believes in what's best for the American people, then he should have already done that because we're in a period Which now. Which he did. Exactly right. But we're now in a transition of power from one, from one phase to another. And historically speaking, this is the time where that transition takes place. It's not taking place now, and there's going to be a delay in that taking place. Oh, oh no, it's, it's going taking to put place. us in adverse conditions. It's taking place. It may not be taking place the way it would normally take place. 
Biden is being prevented from some of the resources and information that he would normally get under any other circumstances. But make no mistake about it, it is taking place. He is moving forward. So um, he's moving. But I'm talking. I'm I'm going more in the traditional sense. Correct. I'm going more in the traditional sense. And there's there's information that, that he's not getting that he should be getting because of this. He has no choice but to move forward, and he's doing exactly what he should do. It's the other side of yeah. the equation. That's the problem. Yeah, he was asked today about that, and he was like, look, you know, would it be nice to get the security briefing? Sure. Is it going to affect anything? No. There's only one president at a time. Even with, There's nothing I could do with that information anyway. Would it be nice to know what's going on? Sure. But, you know, he said, we're going to keep going. He announced his COVID task force. He's going to start looking at members of the cabinet. Trump's not going to stop him. <laughs> but can't, but dude right. got yeah, this is ridiculous. Dude has got to grow up. Seventy uh, some year old acting, uh, acting like an infant. It really is. It really is. And, and let let it be All known right. too. I'll put my sense in there before we start talking about what we really should be talking about. I'm not a huge fan of myself, but I'm going to back whoever won that election. And he won that election. If Trump won that election, I'd feel bad. We'd have four years where we'd have to hope and pray that he turned things around. But Biden won the election. I'm going to back him. I'm going to hope that my vote for him proves to be a worthy vote. And we'll see what happens four years from now. Because I did the same exact thing for Trump in 2016. I did not vote for him. I wanted to see Hillary in there. But Trump won. And I gave him the same chance. That I'm going to give Biden. I'm going. I back Trump because I want to see exactly what he was going to do, and he failed. He failed miserably. So hopefully Biden doesn't do that. But he still got my support. Well, Trump had my backing four years ago for about a day or two. I did the same thing. Wipe the slate clean. Let's see what he can do. He started doing shit exactly. I didn't even understand why, and that was the end of it. He would not get my backing had he won this time, though. There's nothing I would say positive. I would not support him. I would not recognize him. He's a man in he's a man in in the job. But no, I would I would I will never. I used to love The Apprentice. Used to love that show. He goes on in life and brings that back. You can best believe I will never watch. I will never watch anything of his. I will never support anything of his. He he's dead to me. The only reason he's not totally dead to me is because he is the president. And unfortunately, I'm forced to have to deal with things because he's the president. But January 21st, January 20th, he's done. I, I, they show him on TV. I change the channel. I'm, I've had four years of him. That's more than enough. I, I never have to look yep. or hear his voice again for the rest of my life. I will be happy. I, he's a despicable yep. human being. And, I've ne- and, I, and I, I never and, thought you know, he was this bad. Bushes, I didn't like their policies, but they were good people. They were good people. McCain, I didn't agree with a lot of the stuff he represented. Good person. Romney. <laughs> Even they Romney, though. man. I, yeah, you know, I don't dude. like his I, Yeah, he is. I don't like his I don't like his policies, but he's a good person. Yeah. I was hoping right. that when that, Trump no. got in office, he would be a good person. He has not been a good yeah. person. And that's no. the difference um, between all of the other individuals that he just spoke about and this dude and I've said it on this show and I've said it to others the guy that's currently in office as it stands today the most non-presidential president I have ever seen I'm just like uh, yep, didn't care down. for the Bushes but respected him didn't, didn't care for um, 
uh, either Bush. Didn't care for Reagan because I even remember him a little bit. Nah. But to see this Reagan guy. Reagan was very popular, though. Reagan, he, he Reagan was. was yeah. yeah, he was. People, I was extremely popular, yeah. Reagan, I say Reagan over the Bushes, but I would either <laughs> take the Bushes either one over Trump because of how he is, because of how he treats folks, because of how he disrespects the, the, the White House in general. I have never seen anything like this, and I pray to uh, God I've never seen like this. You're not giving us news. There's nothing news breaking here. This is what we've all been saying. Well, three of us for quite some time. This this man is, you know, it's 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 just it's time to come to an end. America spoke, and um, you know, it's funny You're that fired. there's a chance he could actually lose by the same uh, uh, electoral college uh, vote count that he won. Still yeah. undetermined because there's still a few states that haven't been called, but. It's possible and that that would be like karma. And that's um, what I'm watching. Anyway, too. So let's talk a little football since we don't spent 40 minutes on politics. <laughs> um, let's talk oh, hold on real quick. I, I uh, Hold on real quick, real quick. I'm sorry for getting personal. I wasn't trying to get personal. I understand how I came off as personal. And I do apologize for that. You all are my friends. That's not what I was trying to go under. I, someone who voted third party, just annoyed at, at a lot of the narrative going around because I think it could be applied to both. I know that obviously you guys here don't agree and that's fair and that's something I get, but I'm, I'm sorry for trying or for taking it to a personal uh, temperature earlier. That's not what I meant to do and shouldn't have done. And I see how that became that way, but I'm, I'm sorry for taking us off the rails there. And, uh, I'm over it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You just gotta, you know, that, that racism thing, that's a sensitive one. And, you know, when a white person tries to tell a black person about racism, it generally don't end well. You got to kind of, you know, you can have your opinions and it. your feelings. I'm but sorry. We're living it every day. I get it. You know? I get it. So, I get okay. it. I get it. And, and I, I do apologize for that. Um, I just want to be day. clear. All right. But, but hold on. Hold on. I guess I, I, guess you, we, you, you I, guess I could restore you brother status. <laughs> restore <laughs> brother status. card <laughs> 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 Membership card. You read news. Yeah. Send him a card. Well, I, I'm, try, I'm trying to have I'm Send trying to have this Florida trip come to fruition. Damn it. Put some interest on that thing. <laughs> trying to have this Florida okay. trip come true. God damn it. So. So okay. So we're going to transition over to football because I do have a bone to pick with K Star on the football side of things that I would have done about a half an hour ago, but we were in in, in that other conversation. So you know, K Star. Your Steelers beat the Cowboys. We all know it was a good game. We all know the Cowboys played out of their minds. I don't want to hear that Steelers played down to their competition. I, I think that's an insult to, you know, the other football team that really played probably the best game, even though they didn't win. I, I still think it was their best all-around game of the year. And to, to say that those guys weren't playing their butts off and, you know, Pittsburgh just decided to play less because they were playing Dallas, it would be an insult to both teams. I don't think Pittsburgh went in saying, oh, it's Dallas. We don't have to try. They went in and played their their game. You know, Ben comes back after his knee looked like, uh-oh. I know K-Star had his heart in his mouth at halftime. Oh, God, yeah. You know, Ben doesn't come back because the Cowboys weren't playing well and they couldn't, you know, he, he saw, if I don't get back in there, we might lose because that's how well they were playing. But that's not my issue. Here's my issue. And, and I don't know if you heard this, but, you know, I have on this show 
spoken very highly of the Steelers. Mike Tomlin is a great coach. I got quotes on here from Mike Tomlin. I've, I've acknowledged Big Ben, first ballot Hall of Famer. You know, we put him in the Four Horsemen. You know, I have been extremely fair to a team that most Cowboy fans would say is a team we don't like. I still remember, you know, losing two Super Bowls, Bradshaw and Staubach and Jackie Smith dropping the ball. And, you know, you know. Um, and so most Cowboy fans wouldn't be as gracious as I've been. And, and JB, we've both been very gracious. But to have Ben Roethlisberger in his postgame interview say that, you know, there were a lot of towels in the stands and Pittsburgh fans travel well and Dallas might be America's team, but Pittsburgh is the world's team. Whew. Now, you guys won the game in Dallas. Congratulations. Did you, first of all, did you hear that comment? Yeah, I did. <laughs> and he said, I'm not trying to take a slight at anybody, but you definitely are taking a slight at the entire organization. Whenever you start, yeah. I, I whenever you start a statement that I, way, it's a slight. Yeah, yeah. It means that that's what you're doing. And, and I, I, I take great applause to that. Respect. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not blaming you because you can't control what your quarterback says. So this is not. I'm not going to vent this anger right. or frustration at you. But I'm going to say he has dropped on my list as far as respect goes because it was unnecessary to say that. And you know. I mean, if you want to talk about America's team, let's talk about franchise value. Let's talk about marketability. <clears throat> let's talk about, you know, TV ratings and who always is in the top five every year for TV ratings. You'll see three or four of those five Cowboy games. The only thing we can't do lately, you know, obviously we're in a slump. But even not having been in a Super Bowl, not having consistent winning seasons, we're still the number one valued franchise in the world and he gonna sit there and mm-hmm. talk about we're the world team we are worth more than all those soccer teams that travel and we know how how popular soccer is outside this country and the cowboys are worth more than all of them number one and he gonna make that bullshit comment because he looked up and saw some towels does he not know that it's a pandemic <laughs> <laughs> like you know, there's no there's no norm right now who you're gonna see in the crowd. It's a pandemic. You're gonna see who you gonna see. Yeah. I just felt it was disrespectful. I didn't like it. And again, I'm not mad at you because you can't control what he said. But I'm gonna let I'm just warning you moving forward now. Now I know he's on the COVID list and I hope he doesn't have it and I'm not I'm not gonna go that far. I hope he's okay and his family's okay and you know, I'm not gonna be brutal like that. But I'm just letting you know moving forward. Oh, Ben's gonna be on a, on another list. He's gonna he gonna he gonna be judged on another level now because he done come out of his mouth the wrong way and offended a very very loyal Cowboy fan. So now Ben's gonna have yes. to pay. He bet he, oh, he, 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 he ain't no good for you, Ben. Oh man. Hey man. The way you said that because he looked up and saw some towels that just had me going. I was, I'm done, Ben. I'm done. <laughs> you know what I think it is. To be honest, to be fair, to be fair to Ben, you know what. I honestly think he was just trying to shout out Ooh. the fans and try to hype them up after a big win. Because the Steelers Cowboys had a great rivalry, though we're out of conference. I think that's really all it was. That's it. Listen, you too. Listen, no, I, think- I, I hear you. I hear you. And I, I, as a Cowboys fan, who our fans travel really well, okay? They do. Yeah. Um, 
I, I've heard our people acknowledge our fans when they show up, and it's never done to slight the other team or their fans. It's always just, yeah. hey, there's a lot of support out there. We appreciate you guys showing up and, and supporting the team. Now, you can, he could have said that, but he went further yeah. and talked about, well, America's team, we're the world's team. See, that, that's where you were definitely taking a shot, an unnecessary shot. If he had just said, hey, I looked up, saw a lot of towels, terrible towels, like, wow, wow, it was really great to be supportive. I want to thank, you know, Steeler Nation. I don't know what that's what you call you guys because we're Cowboy Nation, yep. so I'm assuming Steeler yep. Nation. Yep. Steeler I want to yep. thank Steeler Nation, yep. you know, really, you know, he really helped us pull out a win. Okay, cool. I got no issues. Oh, you want to go further and take a shot at America's team and say we're the world's team? Yeah, blow me, bro. <laughs> I gotta say, I gotta say, I gotta say, I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. When I heard it, I was fucking hype. Okay, I was hype. But you're a fan. Okay, okay, because I'm being a fan. Because I'm being a fan. I was like, yeah, yeah. we're all world team, baby. It was pretty. It was pretty. <laughs> you're a fan. You're awesome. I, I, I. But yeah, yeah, no, I. I was pissed at you about 20 minutes ago. I'm over it. But I ain't pissed at you now. <laughs> it's okay. You said it. You're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, I gotta say, I gotta be honest. I can't, I can't lie, but okay. I, I was pretty hyped when I heard the quote. <laughs> that, that's okay. But I'm, but, um, I'm holding yeah, you accountable, but you're going to be the one to get it on this show because I'm going after him now. He better, <laughs> he better play good the rest of the year. I'm going to tell you right now. He have, a, he have a Tom Brady game. Did y'all see that oh, game? Boy. Sunday night? Man. Oh, oh my God, what a nigg. Let's transition. I so smiled at that one. Let's transition. <laughs> I, I don't really, you know, the Cowboys are 2-7, and seven and, I, you know, let's see what happens. Uh, I was very encouraged by the game overall. I put a, a video out on Twitter. I don't even know if it's – if it. I got to see. Did any of y'all see my video on Twitter? Uh, no. Any of y'all been on Twitter? All right. Uh, I've done it a couple no. of times. I've done it a couple of times, and I'm just wondering if, um, if it's not working. Okay, I'll have to go double check. But I, what I said was pretty much what I just said. Um, good effort. Um, played hard, you know. We're in there with our fourth, fifth, whatever quarterback. I don't even know. I done lost count, you know, and we still fought and had a chance to win the game. I mean, in a game that, by all rights, we should have lost by three touchdowns, and these guys came to play. If they play like that the rest of the year, yeah, we might get the playoffs. We ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> get smoked in the first round. But there's enough there where Dallas, because I think Philly's terrible. Carson Wentz is overrated. Um. You know, the, Giant, the Giants are terrible. And Washington, you know, Alex Smith is a great story, but how effective is he really going to be? Okay, so I think the Cowboys can do it. They can win the division, get in the playoffs, and then we'll get smoked. So let's see what happens. But I'm happy. I was not – I mean, shoot, after Saturday night, man, I was sitting here drinking Johnny Walker all weekend. I was good. Yeah. <laughs> Got that Johnny Walker. But moving on. Baby. Yeah, I see my brother joined me. We had we had a Johnny Walker Blue Taste. Um, you know, that I got to give a shout-out to the wifey for giving me that for uh, one of my anniversary presents. So, hell yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I guess, I, you know, what do you got? I don't, I don't care who speaks right now. Um, I got to say, though, as someone who's been a critic of Tom Brady's, and I have, I can't I, – I, I, that surprised me because 
there really was a lot of mistakes he did. It was, you know, sometimes you could say receivers ain't getting over, line ain't blocking, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Brady looked terrible. I mean, terrible. I mean, you know, do we, is, do we give it? Do, do we he give it to forty three? He did look forty three. Do we give it to New Orleans, or is it concern here? I don't know. Whoever wants to talk, I don't really care. I, I'll jump in first. I, I'll, I'll take this one. Um, but first, I still gotta say, bro, I'm still laughing. You <laughs> seen America's the world team because he looked at the soft towels? I'm, I'm done. That's gotta be like the quote of the night right now. <laughs> I'm still, <laughs> still rolling. Yeah. Um, but but listen, I think we've seen this week after week a surprise here and there, and, and a lot of it has to do with parity. A lot of it has to do with the fact that we've seen some player movement during the off season. We've seen teams that we thought were great aren't as great as we thought they were. We've seen teams that are bad aren't as bad as what we thought they were. So I don't, I won't say it's, it's completely the Saints. Although they they having Michael Thomas back makes that team look a whole lot more complete. So they're a dangerous team if they can stay healthy. They've always been a dangerous team. Look out for them. But Tampa Bay isn't as bad as what we saw um, on Sunday night. They're not that bad. They ran off three in a row prior to this before getting shellacked. I expect them to bounce back, but at the same token, yeah, it, it was bad, but I don't think they're this bad. I, they'll, they'll recover moving forward. Okay. Anybody else? Man, I enjoyed it, man. I got tired of them pumping their team up like they was all there just because they took out they took out Green Bay. I'm like, shit, we beat them. Shit, we he hit, hit Tom Brady so much he didn't know what down it was. And then it happened again. It just looked worse. So that's all I got, and man. Just another that's, team, dog. That's, yeah. that's my point. You, you basically said the same thing I'm saying because when when they played Green Bay, Green Bay was up 10 real quick on them, right, if I'm not mistaken. And then it brought mm-hmm. through 6-6, and then it was an avalanche. And we know Green Bay ain't that bad. But at the same token, you're right. Everybody's saying, well, Tampa Bay is going to Super Bowl, Tampa Bay, Super Bowl. So, yeah, T, remind me again, what's the phrase that we say when you wrap the show up at the end of every show? All for you settled on oh. the field. Thank you. We don't do mail-in ballots on this one. We get right to the field. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. We get right oh, to the man. So all this yip-yapping and jaw-jacking about everybody, all they got Gronk and all they got Fournette and all they got A-B-I-R-R. Touch your mouth. Play the game. See what happens. You know, you know uh, what I will say is this. Part of it was the fact that the, 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 the hype around Tom Brady, you know, is, is just, you know, I think when we look at athletes and hype, I mean, today the only other one, I mean, I think Pat Mahomes gets a lot of hype. Um, he's probably the only one in the NFL with that, that, that same level of hype probably be him or I'm sorry Patrick Mahomes let me get that right because I know his mama don't like him to be called Pat so Patrick Mahomes um, <laughs> yeah she was very adamant about that she was very <laughs> adamant about that um, um, I said well if his check come and it says Pat you're going to send it back 
So, okay, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, but when you look at the history of sports and you look at hype, right, modern day is LeBron, right? He brings that hype to the, to the, to the situation. But historic, you know, when you look, it's like, to me, there's only two really that are just and it's Michael Jordan and Muhammad Ali. So when we sit back and look at the hype machine, you know, you got to say that Brady, after 20 years and everything he's done, and then the fact that he switched teams, and and I and I get, I know, you know, all the Brady detractors will say he's got more talent, blah, 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 blah. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. 20 years in the same system with the same coach, um, and, and just having a – just knowing what you're going to get every single day, just knowing what's going to happen because you've been with this guy 20 years. Think about working at a job for 20 years. I don't care what it is you do. Think about being at the same job for 20 years, and then you leave that job and you go to another job. I don't, get, I don't care what. There's going to be – there's going to be apprehension. Because it's new, because it's untested, it's untried. I don't care. Paying you more money, you got the corner office, you know, got a signing bonus. You're still going to be, you know, a little tepid on things. That's how life works. So the fact that Brady went into this new situation, albeit on paper a better situation, but it's still new. We got we to gotta recognize that it's new. And was having the success he's having, oh, Brady, he is on that Michael Jordan, I don't know if anybody's on the Muhammad Ali level. Uh, that one is kind of hard because Muhammad is just, just so great. <laughs> but, you know, greatest of all time level in the hype machine. So when you have a shit show like we had Sunday night, it's a shocker. Even at 43, it's a shocker. Losing? Okay. Yeah. You know, getting blown out? Yeah, maybe. But like that? In a rematch game, a team you played at the beginning of the year, it was a much different game. And you're bringing in arguably one of the best receivers ever played a game. Okay, Russ and all that. You're still bringing them in. They played them 39 snaps. I'm just saying this was a huge – this was this was different. This loss was different. And I, and I get the Green Bay point. Yep, yep, that, that's a valid point. But I'm just saying this is about Tom Brady. And then what happens, gentlemen? Bruce Arians, who I don't particularly care for, but you know, he's starting to grow on me a little bit. He's starting to grow on me a little bit. You know why? Because he don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Michael Thomas wasn't more involved. Michael Thomas was open. He just didn't give him the ball. I'm like, what? You just threw Tom Brady under the bus? You just do the untouchable Tom Brady. Wait, did you say Mike? Uh, yeah, you, you said Mike. Did you mean Mike Evans? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mike Evans. Yeah, you mean Mike Evans. I said Mike. Okay, Tom. I was I like, wait, man, we just changed teams all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. My, all right, my, all right. My bad. But I said he threw him under the bus. Oh shit! So, you know, I get it. Yep, maybe there's a lot of hype attached to, to Tampa and. You know, I get it, but man, we have to we have to respect what follows Tom Brady because of his twenty plus years of success, nine Super Bowl appearances, six wins. 
and then he switches teams, and he looks, for the most part, I mean, before last Sunday's game, they started talking about him in the MVP discussion again. At 43? Yo, it it was a shocking way to see the team lose at the midpoint when everybody now should have scraped off all the rust, gotten all their, you know, kinks out, and should be in midseason football shape. And to see that, oh, it was major. Now the thing is, what happens the next game? You know, I don't know who they're playing next. Um, Carolina. Whoever it is, Carolina. Okay, that's that's going to be a good game. So let's see. Okay, but anyway, that was my thoughts on um, Tampa Bay. Um, I got thrown off because we spent so much time on politics. Talk about the Cowboys. Talk about the Steelers. Um, talked about. Oh, we got a, a train. What? <laughs> train. The way the way he said your name, Train. Oh, we got to talk to you. <laughs> Why? No, no. Why? That, that that I wish I. You know, I that might be um, my next soundbite <laughs> because you know all our shows are recorded. Why? And I may have to go back and. And, and clip that one little what uh, out of there. Um, yeah, I may have to, but um, trade. Um, oh gosh, I mean, it wasn't all that long ago that we was real hyped over your team. And now Man. it looks like they slipping. You know, I believe they were five and two. Now they're five and four. Um. Talk to me about you know what I really want. I, I get the play call and I get I get everything, I get everything, but I really want to go back to this quarterback situation that we keep talking about. See, I really want to get your take on that because to me, we always talk about how I mean, look at what Dallas has gone through, right? Look what's happened against Pittsburgh. Yep. If Ben doesn't come back in the second half, they don't win that game. You think Duck Mason Duck whatever they call that guy was going? Nah, Dallas would have won that game. Nah, but nah, Ben comes nah. back, he's a Hall of Famer. Nah. Boom they win um so we know how important quarterbacks are what's up talk to me about that that's about your team what's the solution what's going on Trubisky Foles what talk to me I thought they bring in Trubisky to do a running play and they I, I, help me understand this they want him to be Taysom Hill now or something talk to me about the quarterback situation yeah, that's what Nagy does. He she looks and sees what the other team does during the game. He's like, oh, we can do that. Get in there, Mitch. Fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> 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 this is how you get your back up hurt. It doesn't make sense. Um, so I'm going to try to – I, I want to answer your question, and I don't want to sound like I'm beating around, around the bush either. So I, I'll just put it this way. You know, I talk to my uh, my cousins I talk to about football all the time. You know what I'm saying? He's probably – he's a few years older than you, T. So he's been around for a minute, man. Um, and he's a, he's actually a long-time Steelers fan, too, really. He, he, he The Steelers is really his top team versus Chicago, but he is a diehard Bears fan. And one of the things we were saying during the season, like even after we saw the McQuarrie Nick Foles, we was like, all right, no matter which one of them they end up going with their quarterback, if we're unable to run the ball, if our offensive line, if our offensive line play as a whole does not improve, uh, it's going to be a long season. 
So when we started the season off and we had a little bit of, we had some success on the ground in like our first three games, you know, and it came out to be wins, but most but most importantly, we were just looking at the fact that, oh man, we can actually run the we actually able to run the ball this year. You know, we could do something. I mean, run running the ball well and having the defense that you have, normally, man, your success rate is pretty damn high. I mean, hell, the Pittsburgh Steelers won their first championship off Big Ben just like that. Running the ball, lights our defense. So I was like, I'll take that any day. And at the end of the day, I don't give a care who they put back there. Um, our offensive line is, is hard garbage. And it was hard garbage before the injuries happened. So now um, I don't know what's worse than hot garbage, but it's worse than that. So the crazy part about it is Mitch would probably be better behind his hot garbage line simply because of his mobility. Mm-hmm. Because Nick Foles is a statue. And unless he gets time mm-hmm. to throw the ball, he can't dice up anything. As far as who should be quarterback, I'll be real with you. I don't give a fuck who be quarterback. I just want to <laughs> run the ball well. <laughs> I, just, I just want to be able to run the rock. So, it, it, without the offensive line, man, we we're not we're not going anywhere. Period. I'm gonna see a lot of games like what I've been seeing these past three games, where the defense holds it down for as long as they can, and then. Boom. Eventually, they can't hold it down anymore. They 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 slip up. They allow a score, or you know, get hit with a short field, and it's a wrap. So I'm kind of numb right now, man. After after three weeks, like really numb. <laughs> well, I, I it watch because oh, this is my team now. True, it could be true. Worse. It could be. It could be a cowboy. Like one in. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. I, I, yeah, yeah. So I don't need. And then the bench part, I don't even know what kind of hope to have. It's strange. It's strange because my defense, I love it. I absolutely love it. Even though I have my qualms with them too, I really do. Uh, but it's like, damn, you, it's false hope because the defense is out there and they do, they will do well for like a good minute, three quarters of the game. Probably like first half, first first quarter, man, they have damn that lights out. It's like, please be careful. Chicago Bears defense is on the field now. Hide your kids, hide your wives. It's <laughs> somebody's gonna get hurt. But it's just if we don't, we we. How can I play? I, I always say it's like the offense gives us nothing to play with. No house money, no anything. We go out there. Right. We we flip the field, and they go out there and they give it right back, three and out, or just no score. We have no house money to play with, no no lead, no anything, not even just nothing. We it's just just uh, defenses on their own. Oh yeah, yeah. Next stop okay. Minnesota Monday Night Football. <laughs> mm. Okay, yeah, we got we got Minnesota um, two weeks. Um, okay. Uh, open floor, open floor before we, this isn't final thoughts, but open floor, anything 
you know, we haven't done a show in a while. Is there anything burning it? Any, any, you know, you guys want to talk about or cover or anything? Um, now is the time. Anything, I wanted, anything at all. I wanted to continue with that discussion with, with Trains Bears. Given the quarterback situation, I, I hear a lot of discussions about Nagy being on the hot seat. How much do you put on his plate versus, obviously, your, your, your roles that you have on the offensive line? What about Nagy? What are your thoughts about him? I put a lot on Aggies, but uh, and I'm just gonna go back to the to the to the words of our our omniscient one, Commissioner <laughs> D. Uh, coaching matters, especially yes, when when you have yep. gaps, when you have weaknesses on your team. They knew the offensive line was a weakness before this before at the end of last season. The only change you made. You you fired your O-line coach. You fired your offensive coordinator. And you went and grabbed Jermaine Feedy, who was a cast-off from Seattle. That's it. And we couldn't run the ball last – like, we – could not run the ball last season. I mean, six in the box didn't matter. These guys could not block. That's all you did. And on top of that, you keep shuffling the personnel as if you don't know who your best players are in the best situation. I I don't – and you – I must have missed the memo that quarter of Patterson became our best offensive player. I had to. I had to. Uh, uh, between the end of last season to now, someone must have someone must have forgot to send me that because I get tired of seeing this dude in the backfield and, and you're telling me you don't have any other option for running back, for your second running back. I don't. It doesn't make sense. But when David Montgomery got hurt, you didn't have a problem giving Ryan Nall a buttload of snaps. Ron Nall is your second running back. He is a running back. Quitter Patterson is a Swiss Army knife. You use him here and there. You don't make this dude a staple of the offense. You have guys, you have talent on the team that you can scheme towards, and you don't. I mean, that kind of goes back to the play call, but at the end of the day, the coaching matters as far as the success of your team. And when your team has a weakness, as the head coach and as the offensive play caller on game day, dude, you have to find you gotta find a way. You have to find a way to not get your weakness exposed. True enough, the guy's gotta play. At some point you just gotta man up and play ball, but you see the struggles and you're not making any changes and on top of that, the changes that you make don't make any sense. And truth be told, Nick Foles has exposed Mac Nagy. So as bad as he wanted to get his guy in there, Nick Foles ended up exposing him uh, for his play calling. Because when Nick Foles is coming off the sideline looking at you like, why the hell did you stop us? We had them on their heels. It's like, well, damn. It's really bad that he recognizes that and you don't. He recognizes that this defense 
is is about to break, we can get we can get the score. But no, you want to send in a personnel that gives a play to Cordell Patterson. Man, fuck Cordell Patterson. Stop <laughs> outside of kickoff. I don't want to see this dude on the field. I just I just I don't get excited anymore. Because he's one of those players that when he gets on the field, the entire defense is looking at him. Mm-hmm. And instead yep. of using him as a decoy, you actually give him the ball. You're an idiot. <laughs> you know, you're an idiot. It's just, it's, it's just so simple. It's frustrating to watch, man. Oh, my God, it's frustrating to watch. Well, the next time you get frustrated, tell yourself, but at least I'm not a Cowboy fan. He keeps clamming after that. <laughs> I just, I was, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> all right, so Jay followed up with the Bears. Anything else? Anything else on anybody's mind? Um, for me, man, um, I, I'm really just keeping watch of this this COVID situation, bro. As it relates to the the the, you know, the NFL, because it is to me the amount of the amount of COVID. Uh, cases that are coming up in the, in, the, in the NFL to me correlates with exactly what's going on with with the country. People are getting laxed. People are starting to relax as if the disease is gone, and it's not. And you know, set up here and you know, watch this dude. Uh, they interviewed this guy, not a football player though. Just saw him interview this guy out of Utah because Utah is having some mad break. Some mobile breakouts, and you know he's everyday guy. Try to doing his best not to come in contact. He apparently comes in contact. His wife is pregnant. She does have the baby. The baby is good. Oh, I saw that. But then his but then his wife was in danger of losing her life. Mm. And he he say he feels better now, but you know prior to. I guess that whatever the day he interviewed him, he wasn't. He thought he thought he was about to lose the lady that just mothered his child. And I was just like, damn. <laughs> just just damn. <laughs> and it, to me, I, I don't I don't know what the NFL's gonna do, but man, you know, getting the season, you asked us all the question. Do we have do we think this season's gonna make it through the COVID? And it's been just some analysts on some of the NFL stations that's like, hey, it's getting tougher. It's it's, it's really getting tougher to uh, try to continue to have games because uh, here's the deal. They're guys, they're getting results from tests after the team has made the travel to the to the city that they're supposed to play in. So the guy has already been sitting around, hanging around his teammates, and then the day before the game, Saturday, they are already traveling with the team. Oh, you just test positive. You can't play. Well, shit, how many people did he come in contact with? But because there's no test result on them, they're playing. And then they're coming in contact with the other team. And I'm looking at the end of the game, and I'm seeing, you know, the normal quarterbacks meet in the middle thing, and Tannehill has a mask on, but Nick Foles doesn't. And I'm just like, 
damn, dude, how do you know you don't have anything? You should probably be wearing a mask once the game is over with. But what it's Dude, they are I think they are threading the needle on COVID getting out of control for the NFL to where they're going to have some – in order for him to keep the season, they're going to have some expanded weeks. I will be – I will go on record for now to say I'll be surprised if it only does 17 weeks and we are done with the regular season. Okay. Um. You know, I, the whole COVID thing is just another whole, when you talk about football, when you talk about, you know, life, um, it's just, it just, it angers me. You know, I was thinking, um, you know, Friday and Saturday, and you know, we're, we're all, everyone's waiting on bated breath for the election, you know, and I mean, for the results, waiting on them to call it, right? And, you know, during that same time, we were setting daily records for the most number of new cases, like more than back when the pandemic hit and was running wild. And then, you know, we kind of got ahead of it a little bit and then, you know, we all know what happened, but, and now, you know, we're up well over a hundred thousand cases every day, 120,000 cases, new cases a day, thousand people dying a day. Like the worst numbers in this country we've had since the pandemic started. And, I'm thinking about, you know, like, I don't go anywhere. Like, this is real for me, okay? I don't go anywhere. And I heard on Saturday, while the country was sitting on pins and needles, waiting to hear about the election, while the COVID numbers were running wild, Donald Trump went golfing. Now, let me be clear. I don't care that he went golfing in general. Like in general, you know, that they always talk about that. You know, they talk about it with Trump. They talked about it with Obama. They talked about it with, you know, I, I don't, I honestly don't care. You're the president. It's a hard job. You know, weekend comes or a holiday weekend. You want to go golfing. I personally don't care. They deserve a break too. Even, even Don deserves a break. Maybe. Um, but in the middle of this pandemic, you're not, you're not addressing the pandemic you're, you're you're not and i say all this train to say because we don't have leadership taking this seriously you're right this is not this this nfl season who knows because we don't have there's no one setting the example i mean biden is trying but he's not the president and what we need is for someone to grab this bull by the horns to say definitively, this is what we need to do. Because this, you know, I saw that story. I didn't recognize it at first train. And then you kept talking about it. And I saw the guy was inter- interviewed holding a baby. And I guess earlier in the week, the wife was like, he actually thought she was going to die, but looks like she's going to be okay. And it's like, this COVID thing is no joke. And yet we have people, and it's not just the president, but there's a lot of people in, in important positions that aren't taking this serious. We, we, it's not okay. I'm sure we all know people that have been impacted. I know I've been impacted. I know my brother's been impacted. I'll go on record and say, I'm sure you guys have all been impacted. And now we're sitting here, you know, 
wondering about will they finish the football season? Like, this is bad, and something has to be done. Oh, I agree, Train. I don't know. I I mean, we're halfway through. You know what I mean? Halfway through. So maybe that's a good sign. And, you know, they got a process in place. You know, up. You know, he's positive. He, you know, go home, quarantine, uh, contact trace. Okay, everyone's contact trace. You know, they got to quarantine for five days, and they're going to get tested. I think a couple of times. I think they got to get a couple of negative tests before they can rejoin the team. I mean, so they've got mm-hmm. something in place, but it's it's like in spite of, not because of. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just the COVID thing really gets to me. It really gets to me because people are dying. And when when Biden talks about, you know, you go to your dinner table and that person's not there, like, that shit is real. We all have family members yeah, that we've lost, that we can go to a holiday that we would normally see them or an occasion and and they're missing. We all have that. Now, add the fact that it could be because of COVID that we could have done something about or been better at. Not just, you know, someone had cancer or you know, heart disease. No, COVID that came into this country and we're not handling it right. Now that takes your loved one and now you got to live with that for the rest of your life. That shit is real. That shit is real. I'm sorry I went off so long, but um, um, wow. well, let's end on a better note than that. That's a, that's a, <laughs> that's a depressing way. <laughs> um, um, sorry. I, I think that, that, no, 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 no. You, 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 you're, you're good. You're good. Um, I think that um, uh, I think the season, as much as you know, the Steelers are eight and zero, but we just saw them struggle against Dallas. You know, the Chiefs are looking good, but they've had their woes. Um, you know, the Patriots certainly are are a mere shell of themselves as a former powerhouse. You know, um, Baltimore. You know, all of these teams, you know, we've seen the Saints have bad, you know, bad weeks. We've got the Bucks, And, I, I, you know, we saw, you know, Aaron Rodgers have a shit game against the Bucks. Like, like, it really is wide open is what, where my point is. It really is wide open. And um, I think that's good. That's good for football. It's good for sports. You know, there's favorites, but who knows? You know, I think that's a good thing. I think that's one thing that we can enjoy is it's wide open. And who knows who's going to come out of the mm-hmm. pack and and do it this year. So, yeah. anything else before we get on out of here? I know next week we have to get back on our pick six. We got to pick that back up again. Yes, sir. Yeah. Pick six I'll be on power it. Ranking. I'll be on it. Power yep, rankings. Yep, 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 yep. Power rankings. Yep, let's get back on yep. our on our, on our our grind and um, – um, you know, give the people what they enjoy because I, I hear from – I do hear from people every once in a while and, and uh surprised at the fans we have. So let's let's uh, resume next Tuesday night, 9 o'clock. All right, final thoughts. Uh, let's start with K-Star, who, who went quiet on us. So, K-Star, we'll start <laughs> with you. Yeah, I, I was actually just going to say a little bit ago, um, just looking at the standings, it's kind of surprising to me. Not surprising, but um, – the Bills are seven and two, and I don't. I, you know, I know Josh Allen struggled for a few games. I didn't realize that they still have a really, really impressive record. Um, but one thing was, though the Ravens are six and two, 
Lamar, man, he's to play better. Um, killing my fantasy team. Um, expecting a little, <laughs> expecting a little more, expecting a little more out of Lamar. Um, but you know, on the flip side, that's good news for Ravens. He's not playing great, though, though they're still six and two anyway. Uh, but yeah, I just want to say it surprised me that the Bills are, are seven and two, Ravens are six and two, despite Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson having some um, bad weeks along the way. It just shows how good the rest of those two teams are and two teams to pay attention to. And um, Steelers are eight and zero, so I'm not going to credit two teams too much without acknowledging that we're undefeated and uh, hopefully uh, keep that going. Uh, with Big Ben on the COVID COVID list, he's he's not on the COVID list itself. He's he's on the close contact of the COVID list. Didn't test positive. Um, there's a chance he may not play Sunday. He just needs to test negative the rest of the week um, each day for for COVID. So that's something, of course, I'll be paying attention to since you know we have a game on Sunday. So as long as he tests positive through Saturday, he's going to play. And. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got. Okay, JB. Well, I got many thoughts. So I'll make it as quick as I can. Um, one, I'm mean, we talked at at length about the election, so obviously I'm not going to go into too much. But hopefully, it's just a time for the country to come together to heal, to to literally realize that we're not blue states or red states. We truly are United States. So I'm I'm looking forward to to hopefully seeing that truly progress and, and, and come to fruition. Um, secondly, uh, a little bit more closer to home. Um, T, you know, we, we lost our cousin Greg to pancreatic cancer. We lost Senator Lewis to pancreatic cancer. And then over the weekend, we lost Alex Trebek to pancreatic cancer. That was Jeopardy will always be one of my favorite shows. Always, always, always. And I just enjoyed, I enjoyed the contestants, but I also enjoyed how Alex, just his demeanor and how he associated himself with them. And he was truly one of a kind. I'm just glad that I got a chance to watch it for as long as I did. So, so rest in power to Alex. And on a football note, it was good to see the Cowboys fight. Um, obviously, it came up short. But just to see a fight was, um, was something that I hadn't seen before. Uh, I hadn't seen in recent weeks. So I'm looking forward to after this box still. They get a little healthier. I think Chidobe's going to be back. Unfortunately, we lose um, Diggs to a broken foot. But um, I'm hoping that the momentum can, can be gained from this past week. So I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing that happen, too. Okay. And last but not least, the one and only, Dr. Train. <laughs> Hey, well, as numb as I sound about my Bears, I'm still going to enjoy watching them. Yeah, man, what's what's the use of being a fan if your team can't pitch you off all season? Uh, in the meantime, I'm going to, like, you know, slightly, I'm, you know, secretly root for Mike Tomlin and the Steelers. It's kind of like, I wouldn't mind seeing Mike Tomlin get another. I like the guy. Uh Outside of that, uh, you know, with Lebr- with a uh, little bit brother Jay on this uh, election type stuff, um, I, I don't think anybody has, has said it, and we probably thought it, but um, when it's all finally blows over, but I, it's still warranted now. I'm just gonna say uh, I'm very happy for uh, Kamala Harris. 
Really am. Freaking awesome. Mm. Love it. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. So love it. So love it. Freaking barrier broken. And um, uh, like Jay said earlier, hope it pays off. <laughs> uh, uh, outside of that, um, as far as the football season, I'm actually kind of, um, which, well, kind of twofold. I'm enjoying the competitiveness. I was starting to see with just different teams coming out the woodworks. I enjoy seeing rookies, rookies like Justin Herbert just surprise everybody, even though the Chargers can't win the game. The dude is actually playing really good at quarterback and looks better than Tua, even though he's had played more games than Tua. He still looks better than Tua at the quarterback position. Um, uh, but it is odd to see so many teams uh, – at the at the bottom, this is this is you have these teams at the top. You got the teams winning, but you got a ton of teams that are sitting here with one or two, one or two wins, and of course one with none. But and they might go zero and sixteen. We might get a zero and sixteen team again. J e t s jets jets trash. Okay. Um, T a n k tank tank tank. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that's that's pretty much uh, well. And the last thing I'll say is, hey man, I've never watched so much CNN in one week. Like seriously, <laughs> now it's kind of it's kind of drama, drama to me now. But I've never watched so much CNN, man. I, I'm not I am not the person to really sit there and watch it. But I've been glued to this stuff just so I can know what the heck. Uh, is going on. I know it's going to blow over in a minute and I'll get back to my ESPN channels and my football stuff, but yeah, weird, weird. I don't know what's happening to me. Uh, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Uh, a few things. One, the great, great on the Kamala Harris, um, you know, um, as, as uh, uh, you know, I have two daughters, Jay has a daughter, um, you know, and to actually be able to have our daughters look at the vice president elect, um, and, and say she looks like me, you know, um, for for people that aren't minorities because you're used to being white and everybody in power is white. You just take it for granted. It matters. It matters to be able to have that example out there to be able to say, you know, you don't think you can well, look at what she's doing. You know, it, it happened with Obama. It was a great thing. Um, so that was that's, that's definitely um, – that's definitely noteworthy and uh, congratulations to her. And, um, you know, I, I'm already starting to envision what she would be like as president. I'm already starting to envision that because I, I don't, int- I just find it hard to believe that Biden would run a second term at 82 years old. I, I find that hard to believe. Yeah. He might. I mean, Fauci 79, Anthony Fauci 79, you know, but I don't know. Something just tells me that, Biden probably would, you know, hey, I've, I've spent 12 years in the White House, you know, I'm 82 years old. And, you know, I, I, he was retired. He came out for one reason to, you know, do what he did. And he was probably the only guy that would have beat Trump. And, you know, I, I do want to say one thing. I want to acknowledge one thing. If Donald Trump had handled COVID properly, he would have won. He would have won this election. That's my opinion. In spite of everything he's done, 
critical of, everything he's done wrong. If he had done this COVID thing properly, showed, acted like he really cared, and, and stopped with the rallies with all the people in there and the White House stuff and everybody catching COVID because of him. Everybody. Ben Carson just got it. Everybody's catching it because of Donald Trump's poor decision-making. He even caught it. <laughs> I mean, you can't even keep yourself from catching it, and you're the president. You got the best everything, and you caught it because you're so, like, had he not done that, I really believe he would have won that election. I really believe it. I mean, look at the, look at the numbers. 71 million people support this man. So, you know, I look forward to Joe Biden taking over, but the, the, the struggle is not over. The fight ain't over. There's so 71 million people out there that supported Donald Trump. So that means there's a lot of work we need to do in this country, a lot of work we need to do. Um, but congratulations to Kamala Harris. On to that, um, I echo Jay's thoughts on um, just health in general, pancreatic cancer and, and all of that, and RIP Alex Trebek. I mean, everything, you know, everything I've read up, you know, for his last few days and all of that, I mean, you get a chance. Google, Google, and you'll see some of the stories they did over the last couple of days about him and his final days and the swing with his wife and all of that. It's just, it's really, you know, it's touching. So yeah, do your, do yourself that favor. Um, I will, I, I, Jason will tell you, JB will tell you that our father loved watching CNN and MSNBC. Um, and we both watch it. Maybe not as much as he did, <laughs> but we do we do watch it. Um, part of it because it makes us think of him, and uh, and I will continue to watch and follow everything that's going on, along with football and along with uh, I Dream of Genie and Bewitched. That is what I will do um, because I can. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. So with that said, we are halfway through the NFL season already. It's flying by even quicker than I'm used to, and it'll be over before you know it. So enjoy the games while you have, while you can. But number one, most important – oh, and one other thing. Okay, so I got your text. It's over. Don't worry about it, bro. We're good. We're good. You know, I am, I am, I am maybe, maybe more than I need to be, but I make no apologies of my sensitivity and the topic of racism. I have had some things – that have affected me over the last couple of months in that area. Um, so I might be a little even more sensitive than normal. Maybe. I don't know. But that said, K-Star, we know who you are as a person. That's why we get so surprised with some of the things you say, because it's not characteristic of who we know you, who we know as a person. Then you say some of this stuff. Yeah. Like, who is this guy? Um, yeah. And if we didn't care, Body if we didn't care, we wouldn't bother. <laughs> like it. You know, we wouldn't even bother having a conversation. We spent 40 minutes on that stuff because we care. So, you're good. Yeah. We're good. It's all set. My last thing I'll say is, everybody, absolutely, brother. wash your hands, wear a mask, use hand sanitizer, stay home, social distance, tell everybody you know to do the same thing. I get it. It's November. We've been doing this since March. I get it. I understand. You know, you want to go out. To the, to the restaurant and you, you want to go and visit people and you, I, I understand. I trust me. I'm J, JB will tell you guys how active my social life normally is. And I am in this house seven nights a week. I, I don't want to hear anymore. I, I want to see the numbers improve. And if, and if we can't get the current leadership 
then let's do it ourselves. Let's do it in spite of the lack of leadership in this area. Tell, if everybody tells a person and tells another person, and don't accept that person that you care about saying, oh, I don't believe this stuff. No, you tell them this is real. Don't listen to the conspiracy theories. People are dying from this. No, it's not, uh, uh, you know, oh, well, they, they just put it down. They really died of a heart attack. No, no, no. They're dying because of COVID. And I don't want to, it, the next person to be somebody I know, somebody I care about, and somebody I love. So everybody, do the right thing. I was going to echo that sentiment real quick. My um, girlfriend is an allergist, and she's actually being called to the ICU tomorrow in Indiana because it's getting out of control there the hospitalizations and um, it's kind of all hands on deck. So people really need to be careful with this oh, stuff. Man, bro. Yeah. She like, she's yeah. going to ICU tomorrow. So I mean, like it's, it's not great. So hopefully people um, get their act together. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. You know, the face mask and well, she puts up with you. She'd be okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I got lightened up somehow, man. We get, we get, we get, we get heavy on this show. But no, honestly, from the heart, man. I hope she stays safe, man. Seriously, hope she stays yeah. safe. Um, right. And and you know, you guys, I could talk all day, all night. I just want people to take this seriously, you know, and and enjoy the, you know, the, the inner circle that you have, that you trust, that you know is taking care of themselves. Um, enjoy them, and everybody else, just keep them away for a while, maybe months. You know, maybe sometime next year, you know, they're making progress on the vaccine. We're getting there, you know, just hang tight. Just, just, just be patient. You know, I do firmly believe, I don't know that we'll ever get totally back to how it used to be, but I do believe we will be able to resume a lot of our previous activities. We're just going to have to be smart. That's all. So let's do it now. Okay, guys, gals, everybody out there, come on, do it for Commissioner T. Do it for Dr. Tring. God damn it, he's a he's a he's a PhD for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, I want to thank the guys. Um, you know, we get heated at times and things. You know what I mean? But hey, we're still brothers at the end of the day. And um, you know, we we gave you forty minutes of politics and about another forty minutes of football. So I hope you, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. I want to thank everybody that tunes in. Got a lot of podcast listeners, and I really appreciate that. So keep it up. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will do our pick six. We will do our power rankings. We will see what the late Cowboys aren't playing. So you know there'll be no new news there. But we'll see what's going on with the other teams. And hey, as JB alluded to earlier, we all know it. Say it with me one time. All feuds settled on the field. Everybody have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Good night.